What's going on, peeps? This is your host, John, the Syrian kid whose diaries you love and enjoy every single night. I've been battling with this idea for, I always say this before every single episode that I've been thinking about this idea for some time, but I think we spend a lot of time every single day um, thinking, right? We spend a lot of time in our head um, doing things, calculating projecting, making decisions. Um, Yo, this cat is like looking at the wires. If she goes at one of them, I'm going to be so upset. Um, But we spend a lot of time thinking, right? Most of the day, most of the time we spend during the day is actually in here. Um, Okay, we're still hanging out. We're chilling. Um, And, you know, as you get older, you... Notice, I also love how I always use my life as an example. You guys really know way more about me than than I know about myself, I think. Um, But I still think it's useful to share. But um, as we get older and we graduate from being children to adults, from living with our parents to not living with our parents anymore, from having someone's guidance about everything that we do or their input about a lot of things that we do, and then having a lot less of that and having to think for ourselves for what we want to do um we go through a process of learning to trust the voice in our head and knowing when not to trust it because if you trusted every single thing you thought you would go crazy because we, a lot of our thoughts are sometimes not things that we want to think about they're just things that happen randomly organically for whatever other whatever, whatever reason um and Yo, chill. She's missing with the light. Um, and if you were to trust nothing you say, then you, you're just stuck. You're doing nothing. Right? So if you trusted yourself too much, then you're doing so many different things, saying so many different things, just hyperactive with your thoughts. You trust all of them, then you're doing too much. If you trust none of them, then you're stuck. You're not doing anything. You're You're, you're paralyzed. Because then you either paralyze or you start or you find a loophole around it if you don't trust yourself. And um, obviously, it's a spectrum. It's a balance between the two. No one is this way or this way. But you might start relying on other people to 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 know how to think or to 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 figure out how to think and what to think and what to do and what not to do and what to believe in and what not to believe in. Now, this can be useful in some situations because. Especially as a kid, you have to rely on your parents, right? You have to rely on other people to tell you how to think because you still you have no idea that you're even thinking to begin with, right? So you're doing it without even realizing that you're doing it. Um, and as you get older, it still can be useful to rely on how other people think. If you know this person is an expert in X field and you want to get better at X, then you should probably pay attention to what they're saying and incorporate it into what you're thinking already. Or combine a bunch of different experts and use their knowledge. Um, if you're in a, uh, a particular group, so if you're working together with other people um, on a group project for work or whatever, it, you need to care about what they think. All right. Go on ahead. I think she's hungry. Um, then you need to care about what they think, right? Because otherwise you, would, you wouldn't be working with them. You'd be working alone 
in the same room as these other people. Um, so obviously there's that can be beneficial. Now it can become too much. So if you are in a particular group for, for example, if you're in a classroom um, and you and the class all thinks one thing about a particular subject because the teacher thinks that way, but but you have question you have questions about this thing. Um, if you think if you decide to forget your question and think about how they think, then you lost a really valuable piece of information or or curiosity or or motivation that you had in your in your head, um, which might have led you to discover something, maybe discover something that the teacher might you know start to believe in as well, or discover something that the whole world might change the whole world, or discover something that you believe to be true and fits your life but still the teacher and everyone else in the class might not agree with um and 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 so there are some negatives to thinking about thinking the same way people around you think um so it's a balance obviously now learning when to trust yourself and when not to trust yourself and trust other people is is different or trust what you think versus just what other people think is difficult especially if you have overbearing parents or um or you have the kind of personality that listens more than more than contributes because sometimes in listening you internalize a lot of things that you hear but if you're not if you're never expressing what how you feel or what you believe in then you'll never know what it is that you actually believe or or feel and the challenge becomes when you face a certain fork in the road and you're living your life and you have a decision that you need to make you're an adult now and you have a decision that you need to make and this is the first time you are starting to think about what is it that you genuinely care about and what is it that you think you care about but don't actually care about and what is it that people you care about care about um and what 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 are the intersections of these things um you need to flesh that out you need to know what is it that you generally care about for yourself and the reason this is important to do when you are making really big decisions in your life is if you end up making this the decision based off of what what you think you care about but don't actually care about or what other people care about and you've convinced yourself that you care about this thing because of the people around you um you will have major consequences down the road mainly because you actually spend as i said earlier you spend most of your day in here so you're reviewing the actions and the consequences of this decision that you made every single day in your head and you're not satisfied with them because you know you didn't you because you deep down you know that you didn't make that decision based off of what you care about but based off of what other people care about so most of the day you're depressed you're upset and you might not know why you're upset because you might have internalized that you care about this thing even though you don't actually care about it but because people around you your your wife your 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 partner your your parents whatever care about you've convinced yourself that you care about the same same thing as well but yet you find yourself really upset after you make that decision. Um, 
and yet what 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 makes you not realize that or what either what makes you not realize that the decision you've made is wrong or what makes you not change it even though you might have realized that the decision you made is wrong is those moments when you go and speak to other people who care about this thing you get a a sense of relief that at least those people are okay with me you get a sense of and i say relief because what's actually happening is you're not okay with yourself you're not happy with yourself because you know that the 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 you need to change something about your life and you're not changing it so you're not happy with yourself but if you weren't happy about yourself and no one else was happy about you then your life is tough and and your life is horrible and and you'll be in major depression really bad um and you will definitely need to do something about your life or else it's just you can't go on living like that and we agreed that you don't feel okay about yourself yourself so the only way you can feel okay about your life is if other people feel okay about your life but that only makes you feel relieved that only makes you feel like i can live another day i can I've, I've escaped judgment and I can, I'm okay. I can, I've survived, survived another day. You're, you're not go, you're not, you're definitely not thinking, oh my God, I'm really happy about living this next day. I can't wait to live this next day. I'm excited about the next day. You're thinking about, oh, I've survived today. I can live on till tomorrow. Um, and what, and if you, and the thing is, a lot of us do that. Like, this is not something that is uncommon. I think we all make decisions sometimes to please other people. But we all make it to varying extents and for and, and with varying frequencies. Um, but I think in every person's life, there needs to come a point when you realize you're not happy. And you stop... <laughs> And you should take responsibility for your unhappiness. No one's going to make you feel better. Only you can make yourself feel better. And and the reason I say that is because you spend all, as I said, you spend all your day with yourself. Even if you spend your day talking to other people, you are still going to go to sleep thinking. You're going to wake up thinking. And you're going to sometimes eat thinking without talking. You're going you're gonna to spend a lot of time just with your with your thoughts not with other people so only you can make yourself happy because only you know what is it that you are telling yourself during those moments um and no one else can tell you what is going to make you happy and what's not going to make you happy because they don't know what, what's going on in here <clears throat> um so i think And the problem with 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 feel, getting that validation from other people and not yourself and feeling like it's okay to live another day versus I'm excited to live another day is the transition from going based off of what people what what you think people around you need from you and care about to what you care about can feel like a big jump can feel like you are taking a leap of faith and 
And I mentioned earlier that about trusting yourself because that leap of faith basically means you are going to trust in yourself and yourself only. And at least for the time being. And if you haven't developed that trust in yourself as a kid or as during your transition into an adult, that leap can feel can feel miles away, can feel unsurmountable, can feel like it's impossible to do because you've never had to rely on yourself to that extent. You've always had those people around you who can make you feel better. Um, but you and you, so you can continue to live your life the way you live it and rely on those people to make you feel better. Um, but what I think what's going to happen is there's going to come a day when you are on your deathbed and those people might have might have disappeared at this point if especially if they're your parents and they're older than you and they passed away before you um and you're on your deathbed and your last thought might be on your bed your last thought might be man what would my life had been like if i trusted myself and you'll never know you'll just never know You'll always have felt somewhat safe because you had people to rely on, but they're going to go too, right? Um, but you've always felt safe and you always felt like, I'm um, okay, I live to experience another day. Um, but there will they'll, they'll come a time, sometimes that day will come before you die uh, for some whatever reason and you'll, and you'll, and you'll feel like the pain i mean i've heard this before so i'm definitely repeating it now but the pain of regret will be much larger than the pain you'll have to go through to trust yourself um and facing that fear and i think like speaking just very broadly we all know that fear. I mean, you might not know this, but fear and excitement are are the same chemicals in our in our brain. Um, I don't know if they're like adrenaline. I think they might be. Um, I don't know if there are some other <clears throat> other things going on, but I think fear and excitement are the same physio- have the same physiological response in our body. What the difference between them is how we perceive them. Do we perceive this physiological response as something we should run away from or something we should run away to? And the greater the fear the greater the excitement that you can actually feel and that you can think you're feeling in that moment. For example, I'll give you an example by me. My whole life, I was scared of roller coasters. I was so terrified of roller coasters. I, I, I would look at them and I just, nope, not for me. And I think I did it once as a little kid and I felt that stomach drop and it was a very minor stomach drop, I think. It wasn't even the biggest roller coaster and I was just terrified. I'm like, how could how do people go on these like towers that go up like go straight down just drop like that or like go backwards and up and down and stuff like i just couldn't understand and then when i was in college a few years ago uh we went to i had the opportunity to go to disney world i think and i made a promise to myself i was like i'm like i'm like 19 at this point 20 and i'm i can't just live my whole life scared of roller coasters like i see people go on it they're not dying they're coming out alive so what is it that i'm actually scared of it's just it's just my physiological response. It's There's actually nothing physical to be scared of. It's just how I feel. 
So I decided to go on, on that day, I made a promise to go on every single road ride that I can possibly go on. And now Disneyland is not, is not known for its thrilling rides, right? It's just, they're really fun. They have st- some stuff going on with them, but they're not like a, uh, like a Six Flags or whatever other crazy parks, you know, or parks that have crazy rides. But there's, to me, they were huge though. To me, they were insane. I remember one of them like goes up into, um, into like a mountain into a mountain inside the mountain and it's like dark and then it stops and i didn't know that because and 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 i had the seat all the way in the back and i actually didn't know that it rolls it rolls back because you don't see it from where you're waiting line you don't see that it rolls back so it kind of comes as as a surprise so we go up into this mountain and it's dark inside so i and and i'm sitting alone because i think it was like a one-seater or was a two-seater but i was like by myself in the back i don't remember but i'm sitting alone i'm all the way in the last car and i thought it was safe i'm like at least i'm not the first one to go down but then we stop i'm like oh interesting and then we start to roll back and in my head i'm like oh my god this is like the worst case scenario i'm rolling back and i can't see what's behind me and i'm in the in the cart that's in the in the back so like my back is like i was like what and I remember after that ride, I'm like, I made it. I, I made it. And obviously, like, the story is, like, very silly. But to me at the time, it was huge because I realized that what I was actually scared of was just the feeling. It was not something that was going to destroy me. Something was going to kill me or hurt me. Um, so going back to what I was saying, because I was so terrified of roller coasters, I, like, really, 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 really loved that day. Because every time I wanted went to another roller coaster, I remember I would feel the same fear. It was the exact same feeling, but it turned into an excitement that day because I became genuinely curious and 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 kind of brave enough to want to try it, even though it's a roller coaster and like you're not you don't need to be brave to try a roller coaster. To me, it felt like that. It felt that way, um, and I think you can we can treat that leap of faith the same way. It's going to have that physiological response. But, and and for some people, that response is going to be bigger than others. And it's in your hands to interpret that response as something you should run away from or run, run towards. And I think either way, you're probably going to be okay. No matter which one you do, I think you're going to be fine. You're going, you're not going to die either way, hopefully, unless that leap of faith into like something really dangerous. And that could be the case. Um, but you're probably going to be fine either way. The people who love you will probably still be around. And if you take that leap of faith and they decide not to be around anymore, then that kind of tells you probably something about the relationship that they have with you and how healthy that relationship is. Um, so what is it that you're actually scared of, right? You're probably scared of how much you would actually enjoy. Thanks, dude. How much you would actually enjoy whatever it is that you're about to do. And you're scared to enjoy it maybe because you don't feel like you deserve to enjoy things to that extent in life because life shouldn't be that enjoyable. But guess what? It can be. So... I'll catch you all tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I will... I will... I don't know what I will do. But I need to eat right now. That's what I need to do. All right. I'll catch you guys. Peace.